I started the show a little early today because uh, we're going to take a moment to remember all those people that perished 27 years ago in Oklahoma City when a terrorist attack hit the IRS building there and a whole bunch of people were killed. Even before that, the Branch Davidian also happened on this day. I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm just trying to show respect that the nation doesn't show this part of the country. Say my name. The Arnie State Show. You're goddamn right. Yep, here we go. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. All right, good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I thought it was very, very important to do that due to the fact that a lot of uh, national places do not cover what today is. Tomorrow will be covered. Tomorrow is uh, Branch Davidian, or not Branch Davidian, that's today. Tomorrow is Columbine. And it's also Hitler's birthday, and I want to think it's also Virginia Tech, which are all awful tragedies. They're terrible, uh, but this is the way I want to start. It, because it really does hit closer to home here. One was in Waco, one was in Oklahoma City. As much as I despise the state of Oklahoma, this is a terrible day for them, and my heart and prayer goes out to them. So there you go. Now, ask family. It has fucking happened again. We have been stolen from. Do you remember, I, I don't know, a few times back when Tommy was on the show and, and, and I played him a song and I was so excited to play him this song because I found it from 1985. I was there. The Parade of Champions for David Von Erich. Some old boy came out and wrote a song. It's called Wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. Here it is. Well, the boss called me up and said, come in to work. I just hung up on that slave driving jerk. I'm going to wrestling. Oh, y'all. Going to wrestling. You think I'd rather be sweating on the dock or watching somebody use a hammer lock? I'm going to wrestling. Going to wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. All right. I played it on the show. I've talked about it. I call it wrestling. Well, you know how I have this affection and this affinity for Barstool Sports and Dave Portnoy, who has also stolen from me, wrote a book about sharks and how it's their backyard. I wonder, and, and by the way, wrote the book after I said that the first time on stage and in video. Well, Barstool is gone and done it again. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. Welcome back into Wrestling, your favorite wrestling show no, on YouTube. No, no, Cameraman, it's not. Just, we're gonna... It's not my favorite show. You know what my favorite show is? The Arnie State Show. You know why? Because we come up with original shit here. Mmm. Oh, that angers me. It angers me to no end. All these people steal from me. Saturday Night Live. 
beef for vegans. Oh, let's do that bit again. Hey, hey, you ain't got to steal from me. Just hire me. I ain't that expensive. You want me as a writer? I'll write for you. I'm way better at writing and then doing it. I mean, you know what I did five, literally five minutes before the show? Now, this is a work in progress. Because today is Listener Mail Day, brought to you by JS Floors. Um, we're working on something right here. You ready? I, I, I don't know if you're ready for Switching this. Switching to Allstate is easy. We're going to try. is even yeah, easier. It's not Look good yet. low auto rate today. I have to fix it. So no, no, no harsh critiques. Uh, you, you know what? I don't care about this shit. Shut that damn ad down. Okay, this is what we do here. This is what we do. Y'all ready? I, I don't think. Here we go. Just trying this for the second time now. Well, the heavy scent life is really laid back. Ain't much no heavy boy. He came back early to eat and early to bed. Ten hours or I'm just dead. Well, you have your issues and you want some help. Better get a plate of kelp. If you need help, I'll hook you up. Make sure the top have ketchup. Or you should go and ask me right now. Cause pretty soon you'll hear a growl. You know what happens when I take a bow. That's right, I fucking cow. All right, see, see, yeah, we gotta work on it. We gotta work on it. But yes. We have an Ask Arnie song of Thank God I'm a Country Boy coming. Why? Because we do original shit here. <sighs> All right. Get that off my chest. Get that off my chest. Okay. It's off my chest now. All right. Good. We, 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 we can go on now. All right. Good morning, ass family. I hope everybody's good. I'm in a good mood. Uh, feel a little bit better. Not 100%, but better. Um, Andrew says, wow, that's blatant uh, rip-offery. Amen to that. Let's say some good mornings here, shall we? Uh, let's see. Who do we, where, where are we going to start? Uh, first one here is Battleborn in Nebraska. He says, good morning, Arnie, and moist-ass family. Damn right, moist-ass family. We're the moistest families this side of the Mississippi. Uh, let's see, uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Right back at you. Hangtown Jen's in the house. She says, morning, ass. Happy Taco Tuesday. Hey, <laughs> Jen, I got one for you. The Midas Punch. The gift of a golden shower while being fisted, hopefully in a nice way. The Midas Punch was the only thing that got her to stop calling. Now, I don't know how that's physically able to be done. I mean, there's a fist. Uh, you got to probably be in 69 position to do that. But but there you go. That is the Midas punch. Right for you, Jen. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, holy crap. I got to get this ready. Um, oh, my lucky stars. Braddy kid is in the house. She is ready to go. Damn, damn, damn! Yeah, that, that, she's ready to go. I mean, seriously. I mean... You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you yeah. think's going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs? Yeah. yeah. There are women there, and uh, and then people have guns. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. Never plow a field. No, 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 she's never plowed a field. But good morning to you, Braddy Kid. I hope you have a great day. Alicia, good morning to you. Erised in Oklahoma, good morning. Douglas says, Guten morning. Good morning to you, Douglas. Derek, Derek in the house. 
Derek says, good morning, ass family. It's Tuesday and time for Wimpy to be paid up. Indeed, indeed. Rice says, 902. By my Apple computers, it was early when I started the show. Uh, Oh, damn, crazy how long it's been. Uh, Great intro. Thanks, Scott. When can we get another Tommy Arnie duet? Oh, the uh, (laughs) the to all the girls I've loved before. Maybe the next time he's on. We'll, We'll see. We'll see if we can get that doing. Uh, thanks, Artie. If I ever need pointers, I'm here for you. Pro tip. For Midas Touch, you need to stretch first. All right. I appreciate that, Jen. Uh, all right. We got good mornings out of the way. Do I need to get anything off my head? No, no, nothing off my head. Uh, all ready to go, all fired up. But I, I thank you for allowing me to share with you the fact that we have yet again been stolen from. Because if they steal from me, they're stealing from you. Derek says, good morning, Corky. Uh, I I do that just for you, buddy. Just for you, my man. Uh, All right, let's start, shall we? Oh, by the way, Better Call Saul last night. Let me just say, hey, to AMC. Fuck you. Yeah, I said it. Fuck you. You said there were going to be two episodes on last night. There wasn't. There was one. It was a long-ass two-and-a-half-hour episode. I don't have AMC Plus or AMC Advanced. I didn't get the second episode. First one was pretty goddamn good, though. Got to say. Straight Fire says, wait, I'm here. Don't worry, Straight Fire. Uh, Derek says, I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I watched it last night. It was good. It was real good. I was happy to have it back after two fucking years. Jesus. Um, there is good news this morning, people. I bring you, I bring you happiness, and I bring you good news. Remember, remember last week when the government came out with the CDC and said, "Hey, all public transportation, buses, Ubers, planes, you still got to wear your fucking masks." Well, a federal judge has tossed that shit clean out. So, to all you mask Nazis out there, the ass family wants to say a big fuck you to you. Oh, let, let, let me ask y'all something. Let me, let me, let me ask y'all a question. Do you kind of shake your head in, in disappointment and just, just, it, it's a guttural reaction for me because it just makes me sick when I still see people wearing masks. I, I, I can't do it. I, I don't say anything to them. Hey, they want to live their life, they do it. They look stupid. They look weak. Ha, <laughs> Ratburger says, can we celebrate today as National No-Face Diaper Day? Start flushing. There's still going to be people wearing masks. Hey, 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 more power to them. They want to wear masks, they can wear their masks. They look stupid, though. If you wear a mask inside Costco right now, you look as stupid as the assholes who drive in their car by themselves with a mask on. Oh, look at that. Ogre's in the house. Buenos dias, familia. Back from the land of fuck my back and neck hurt. Good. Ogre, I sent you that video. Uh, Yeah, he says, Arnie, that TikTok you sent me is spot on about basketball. Uh, There was an interview with uh, that NBA referee 
who got thrown in jail for shaving points. Tim Donahue, I believe is his name. And he goes on to pretty much say that game six of the 2002 NBA uh, Western Conference Finals, a game that I was in attendance in, they didn't cover one thing in that. They didn't cover the bullshit Samaki Walker three at halftime. That shot shouldn't have counted. Wave that shit off. But they had all these crooked-ass referees doing that game to make sure it got sent to a game seven. L.A. would win. And, and then the ratings would be fine for L.A., New Jersey, instead of Sacramento, New Jersey. Even though Sacramento at the time was probably the funnest team to watch on, on, on TV. If you remember back then, that's when they had Bibby, Weber, Peja, Hito, Vladi, Bobby Jackson off the bench. That was a good team. And that team got fucked. Mm-hmm. I called a dude a target a pussy the other day for wearing a mask. Good for you. Uh, yes, I absolutely do. I'm amazed how many people still wearing masks. I'm almost at the point where I want to say something to them, but I, I keep it in check. At least until some mask Karen wants a chance at the title. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, look, look here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, like I said, y'all can wear them. But, ah. I'm still wearing a mask. I wear it for my dad. Now, 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 look, 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 look. You can't hit me with that. Good God. Uh, he said he's almost ready to go on uh, palliative care. When he does, I'll take it off. I don't want to be the one that kill him before he's ready to essentially kill himself. Well, I, I appreciate you wearing it for your dad. Okay. You wear it for somebody who's sick? Okay. But you just wear it to wear it? You're an idiot. Brett, what's up, buddy? How are you? So there you go. So the mask mandate is no longer in place, once again. Let me just say, let me just say, it's nice that I, I haven't worn a mask in so long, and I won't. I, I, I just won't. I just won't. I, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore, and I won't do it. I, if they bring it back, then I'll just stay home. I'm fine just staying home. The world is not a place for me anymore. I, I've come to that, uh, that recollection. <laughs> Queen of bringing the mood down. Yeah, there you go. You're the old, uh, we used to call this uh, the blowjob comment. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't told this story in a long time. So one morning, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed at this story, and I didn't even do anything. Um, I was, uh, I was working in radio, by the way, I, the, the, I, I remember I was when Oklahoma city happened, I was on the air. I was on the air in Reno when I was, it, it was just, uh, one other person and I, and I remember my racism came out off the air. Of course I said, I'm ready to go to Seven Eleven, whoop somebody's ass. I said something like that. I did not say it on the air. But I remember where I was. I, I, I remember where I was for the OJ trial. I was in that same radio station downstairs in the basement watching OJ get called innocent. I mean, I've been on the air for most of Americans' terrible stories. But it was, it was around that time. We're working in Reno, and uh, Kiss was going to be performing live at the Lawler Event Center. Now, I, I'm not a big Kiss guy. But there were a lot of fans out there. There were about 200, 300 people out there. 
By the way, it ended up only selling like 304 tickets. I'm not kidding. They all were bought on the first day. They ended up canceling the show. Anyways, it was cold as hell. Right? We were out there, and we were bringing coffee and donuts to people in line because this is when they started that bullshit line thing where they draw a ticket and then they to, to fend off, you know, like, like scalpers and stuff. And we're walking through the line, and this girl, th- this couple is just looking at us. And they're so excited. We get to them, we give them coffee, right, hand them a donut. And the guy goes, man, my girlfriend is so excited to meet you guys. She listens to you every day. Oh, my gosh, this is such an amazing moment. And the guy behind them goes, well, maybe she could give them blowjobs. The excitement, I've never seen excitement wash off of somebody so quickly. You You could just see it, like just the guttural reaction from her, like, what a fucking piece of shit to ruin my day. And we were like, dude, that's fucking rude. And we walked away, but we were laughing the entire time because it was just such a mood killer. So, uh, Steph, you got some work to do on the, the mood bringing it down. Scott says, I remember that game, Arnie. I thought it was odd that they called a foul on Doug Christie's face hitting Kobe's elbow. Oh, if you can find this video, it's on TikTok somewhere. And... uh they they go through it like play by play by play by play. I've seen a couple. Uh, you you can look it up on YouTube where they have like the head of refereeing now and they go through it. Oh, it such an egregious game. Oh, it was so bad, so bad. Ogre says the NBA also needed another dynasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I was game five and six. I couldn't get seats. Uh, I couldn't get tickets to game seven. I got uh, tickets uh, I got for a friend of mine from Game 5. I got to sit in a box at Staples Center, which was really, really cool. That's where I saw Tom Hanks uh, deny a kid an autograph. And by the way, Tom Hanks is a big fucking tool bag for throwing out a pitch at the new Guardians game with Wilson. That's right, the fucking volleyball. Why is he taking a volleyball to a baseball game? Why is he taking a volleyball to a baseball game from a movie 30 years ago? Wow, way to go, Tom. Idiot. Good God. Uh, Arnie loved the Reno stories. Oh, you're welcome. They also called like three fouls on Pollard within a few minutes. Oh, yeah, Pollard was getting, look, Pollard was getting beat up by Shaq. They said that Shaq was the hardest guy to to referee in the league because he was so physical. Uh, And he was the hardest guy to call in the league because they didn't call anything on him. Motherfucker stood in the lane for 28 seconds. You can start the shot clock. Shaq would be in the lane the entire time. And I like Shaq. I, I, I don't have a problem. I didn't like Shaq then. Shaq talked a lot of shit then. I didn't like Shaq then. I, I've never been a big Kobe guy. Sorry. just I, I wasn't. I wasn't a big Kobe guy. I know I'm a bad person for it. but uh, I, I, I like Shaq, but I didn't like the way he talked. And, uh, yeah. Hanks threw out the first pitch. The Guardians get swept by the Giants. <laughs> Suck it, Cleveland. God. Rangers are on the road tonight. I'm wearing a new Ranger shirt today. It says, since 1972, baby. Woo! 50 years. Rangers are 2-6. and what, two and six. We start a series with Seattle tonight. Means I got to stay up late and watch that shit. God damn. I hate West Coast games. 
I didn't like Kobe because he overparented his kids all the time. You could say he was a helicopter parent. <laughs> I'm going to have to write that one into a joke tomorrow, boy. Oh, man. Hold on. I got to take a picture. I got to take a screenshot of that fucking joke right there. That's good shit, Ogre. Uh, today's jokes were the, why did, what did Helen Keller say when she fell in the well? You moved the hands. Uh, the other was, uh, what's an emo's kid? What, what, what's an emo's favorite bath bomb? A toaster. <laughs> All right, back to the show. Back to the show. We, 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 we got to get stuff started here. Come on now. Enough of this. Um. You know this border crisis that we're working on right now? And everybody's saying, oh, why is everybody so upset with these people? They're just looking for, for amnesty. They want to come here, and they want to they wanna live in America. Well, isn't it funny that over 20 people who were stopped at the border were a part of, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I mean, this is going to get you. Over 23 people were on the terrorist database. Surprise, surprise, surprise. What? Terrorists are coming in through our southern border? Golly. Holy shit. Man. I believe it was only 19 that contributed to the worst terrorist attack in American history. You know, that little 9-11 thing? I'm not opposed. Look, I, I love it how, how you're demonized when, when you talk about the border and things like this. You're demonized when, they, when, when you say, oh, there should be security at the border and all this kind of stuff. I'm not against people coming to this country. I'm not. It's what this country was built on. But do it the right way. What do we have, like 23 million or some crazy fucking number of people? Over a million migrant encounters so far this year. Are you serious? Is that real? There have been over a million already, and it's April, right? It's April? April 19th? But, but we should let them all hear. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, 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 I don't know what to say. I wish we, we had somebody in charge of that. Oh, do we? Oh, we do. That's right. We have, we have an immigration czar. And now, yesterday, she didn't talk about immigration. She didn't talk about COVID. I'm not kidding about this. She gave an interview Monday that was focused solely on the games that she plays on her phone. No, he's not retarded. No, I, I, I think she is. I, I, I truly do think she is. Uh, she, she, she's playing video games. <sighs> She's pissed about how Secret Service approved phones don't allow her either to subscribe to more premium versions of the game apps 
or to share her scores with others. She then decided to explain her strategy for playing Wordle. Really? Um, we're looking at over 220 million Americans who just in the last several months died. Nope, nope, nope. You're wrong about that. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that... There are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. Elections matter. And when folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. Putting pops and rape by illegal immigration and bombs blowing up from terrorists we let in. Flazzle, dazzle. Now, come on. Come on. It's called optics, people. This is such bad optics. I look, look M- Madam Vice President, if you want to play video games on your phone, that's wonderful. That says a lot about your administration. But then to talk about it and kind of joke and have fun about it, while we have inflation problems, there's a war going on over in the far, e- or far e- eastern Europe. Uh, let, let's see. Oh, oh, that thing that you're in charge of, the immigration. Did I, did I mention that, the immigration? Pro- I think I mentioned that already. No, no, I said inflation first, yeah. But instead, she's mad because she can't get the premium version of Wordle. What country do we live in? I, I, I mean, honestly, I'll say it again. To every asshole who said that when Donald Trump took office, it was we were living idiocracy. Oh, no. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, no, no. To all of you that play Wordle, no one cares. (laughs) I I have no idea what it is. I haven't even tried it yet. Uh, Morning, ass family. The countdown has begun. T-minus 30 days to the return of the Mexican pizza. Woo! Oh, I'm ready. I am going to be at five. I will be at Taco Bell May 19th. Oh, I can't wait. I might eat six that day. If I'm not barfing, I don't even care if I'm barfing. If I still feel the way I feel, I'm going to eat six of them. And by the way, found out yesterday. Are you ready? I don't know if you're ready for this gift, but I'm giving you a gift. The Mexican pizza is coming back permanently. Isn't it great? It's coming back permanently. I saw somebody say, well, it's not the Enchirito. No, it's not. It's the Mexican pizza, which is far better. 
the Mexican pizza goes back to my childhood. It goes back to the first Taco Bell I ever went to on Forest Lane and Abrams. Right across from Edna's apartments. Well, she did not like that place. Hey, let's hurry up and get out of here. There's a lot of Mexicans in here, Arnie. There weren't. We were just in a Mexican restaurant. Hated Mexican food. Woo! Uh, don't get too sick on Taco Bell that you can't go to NKOTB with Braddy. Oh, God. Is that that night, too? Jesus. What a great day ruined. Oh. No, I've never had, well, I have had real Mexican pizza. It's from Taco Bell. Taco Bell invented the Mexican pizza. It's the only one I recognize. Oh, oh, it is. Oh, it is, Andrew. He says, woo, that's a hood-ass Taco Bell. You know exactly where I'm talking about. Oh, Andrew, did you know that in that area, if you go across the street now, there's a McDonald's there. That, that, was a, that was my McDonald's growing up where I got Cowboys posters and my, the, the great Muppet caper glasses. Now it's only a drive through McDonald's. Oh, it pissed me off because I went back there for the McRib and it was only a drive through But across the street, there, was a, uh, there, there, there used to be a pizza hut, and right next to the pizza hut was the Dallas Cowboys training facility where that big-ass Walmart is now. And there was a Days Inn hotel behind it. Oh, I la- and, and the, the apartments that my grandmother lived in, now it's like locked down. It's like fenced in because it's so hoodish. Uh, no, it's long after that. I thought I'm going to try to see uh, them here on May 16th. Rice is coming down to Dallas. We go that show. Good. Uh, let's see. No Taco Bell that night. I'm not sitting next to you while your ass is. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. Come down here. I'll, I'll drive y'all. Hell yeah, I'll drive y'all. Drop you off at the American Airlines Center. Pick you up. I'll be happy to be your chauffeur. More than happy. Oh, God, that would be fantastic. Okay, I know exactly where you're talking about, and I know those apartments I used to have to repo cars out of that place. Talk about an adventure. There is literally like a military gate to get in, and there's apartments on both sides of the streets. I tried to drive down that street because I used to walk. Like I, I When I first saw Karate Kid, I walked from Grandma's apartments all the way up to Skillman to go see Karate Kid at the UA Skillman 6. So there you go. That's funny. That's funny you know where I'm talking about. I, I love it. I love that fact that you know where I'm talking about. Um, now, this headline, look, look. Oh, wait. First, before I get to that headline, this is really, this, this is sad. Um, you know the young man that fell out of the ride? The, uh, the kid in Florida? The 14-year-old who fell 430 feet to his death? It turns out that this family is going to end up owning that park. Because they just found out that where this young man who was giant, I mean, he was a big kid, 6'7", or, or I, I don't remember how big, he's like 6'4", 340 at 14. Uh, amazing off- a football player, great student as well. More importantly, a great student. Um, yeah, they manually overrode the, um, sensors 
so they could allow for larger riders. They have sensors in place for safety for a reason. And they turned them off. Oh, this, this, this story gets worse every day. Every day I hear a story about this, it just gets worse and worse. And I, I've, that, that's such an awful thing there. Uh, yes, the Cowboys training camp where young impressional Arnie got important broadcasting tips from no one other than his mentor, John Madden. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, kid. Uh, saw that video on TikTok. The guy's like, he's dead. He's not breathing. But I haven't even bought my tickets yet, so I totally could. Yep, there you go. Perfect. Super duper. Wonderful. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, that's the update on that. I, I have a lot of updates this morning on stories. Let's see. Going through. Oh, oh, this is funny. You know this. That <laughs> so we had Coachella, right? And all these influencers decided to go to another $2,000-a-ticket Revolve Festival. Yeah, it turned into Firefest. <laughs> Remember the Firefest where people were stranded? They, they had little makeshift tents set up with, 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 like, bread and lettuce sandwiches. Yeah, it happened again. Oh, and I love that it happened to these quote-unquote influencers. I love that these influencers think they're anything. I mean, I mean seriously. Oh, God almighty. I guess I'm an influencer. Do I get a discount? No, no, you don't. You don't get a discount. You get a swift kick in the ass. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's see. Uh, delete that one forever. Let's see. Where are we at here? Oh, this headline. Look, I, I'm going to hell for this because I already, I already know it. I'm just going to read the headline, and y- you can figure out why I'm going to hell. Will Texas Governor Greg Abbott run for president in 2024? <laughs> To the person that wrote that headline. <laughs> well, Texas Governor Greg Abbott run for president in 2024. Uh, they're saying it's a possibility. Um, nope, he won't run. Words I never want to hear again. Influencer and literally... Yeah, he'll roll to the White House. Oh, God, how great would that be? Oh, hold on a second here. Oh, I, I'm think. oh, Jesus. This, this, oh, I'm going to hell. Hold on. Oh, God damn it. Arnie, Arnie, you can't do this shit. See, that's the thing in my head right now. That, 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 that's what's going on in my head. That, that little angel goes, Arnie, please don't do that. But the devil on my right-hand shoulder is like, motherfucker, do it. It's funny. And then I tend to, you know, side with him because I guarantee you that if <laughs> Greg Abbott decides to throw his hat in for president, if he doesn't use this as his campaign song, he's an idiot. 
You know? Every now and then, I think you might like to hear something from us. Nice and easy. But there's just one thing. You see, we never, ever do nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, we always the current sitting governor rough of Texas. We're going to take the beginning of this song, ladies and gentlemen, and do it. It's Greg Abbott. But then we're going to do the finish. Rough. Proud Abbott. Keep on burning. Here we go. And we're rolling. Rolling. Rolling all the way to D.C. Rolling. Left a good job in the city. Working for the man every night and day. And I never... Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to hell. <laughs> Don't forget Steve Winwood's roll with it. <laughs> oh man. So Abbott's in a wheelchair. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he he is in a wheelchair. He is the current sitting <laughs> total pun intended. Governor of the great state of Texas. I like him. Hate his abortion law. Hate it. Cannot stand his abortion law. Hate it. I like him though. Why? Yeah, there's, there's one big reason why I like him. And yes, I'm four years old and I don't care. Why? Because we'd have a longhorn in office. Oh, the first thing I would do is close Oklahoma. I haven't laughed this hard by myself in a long time. That was great. Well, you are very welcome, Arise. That's my job. I was hoping for a rollout by Luda. Oh, we could put a whole mixtape together for Greg Abbott. I should be on his campaign team. Did Joe ask him to stand up as well? Not yet. Not yet he hasn't. Close o- Thanks, Arnie. Close Oklahoma. Well, you know, I had to get that dig in there. Maybe he can just shut down Texas A&M. He claim, you know what? We shut down Texas A&M and we claim that land. I already told you. Oh, Limp Biscuits rolling. Perfect. Uh, these are all great, but uh, rolling to D.C. I mean, we could put that in there. Oh, what a stupid son of a bitch. He really, Joe Biden really, really is. One stupid son of a bitch. What a stupid son of a bitch. God damn it. You know, I as much as I don't like him leading the free world, I despise him leading the free world, he has made this show so entertaining. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit that for my for selfish comedy reasons, job reasons, I love that Joe Biden is in office. I do. I, I hate as an American. As somebody who's considered a comedian or a funny guy, love it. Love it. Greg Abbott, Candace Owens, 2020. I know there's a lot of right-wing people that don't like Candace Owens. I don't really have a problem with her. I think she's fine. I don't think she's quite presidential material yet. I'd rather fucking Ben Shapiro. Got a handicapped guy and a Jew? 
Man, oh, man. The GOP is checking off boxes. Oklahoma should be number two, number one, ban all California people and bus them to D.C. with the migrants. There would be no need to bust. The wall would be <laughs> completed and shot if they made it through. I don't, Like I said, I don't have a problem with Candace Owens. I, I, I think she's a, 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 a well-spoken young woman who, who has her shit together. I, I don't have a problem with her. But I know there's a lot of conservatives that do. And, and look, the conservative party, if the GOP ever nominated someone of color, I would be shocked. And they're doing it for one reason and one reason only. No, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Andrew, middle fingers, respectively. Andrew, what do you have against me? I'm a California person, LOL. Uh, Mount Rushmore of Joe, a stupid son of a bitch comment, taking cripples to stand, telling cripples to stand, shaking hands with ghosts, corn pop, colored kids. Dude, that, 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 I, I don't have a bracket. I would have to do the 60-14 bracket. I mean, I don't even have, in my sound effect machine, I have to change out Bidens because they, 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 they come firing at me so fast. Joe says so many dumb things. So the best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. I mean. Imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to, process, to being sued. Come on. And it's, I've been impressed. I've been on a lot of university campuses. As a matter of fact, for four years, I was a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. There it is. I was in foot, 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 excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, straight fire, he wasn't. I didn't know he was way he wasn't. Joe Biden was never a professor at an Ivy League school. I'm, I'm just here to tell you. But he thinks he was, and that's all that matters, is if Joe thinks he was. If Joe thinks he was a professor, then let's just go with it. Otherwise... And by the way, there is a creepy video going around. I, I, I only saw it once, and I'm sorry I didn't save it to, to put up here for y'all. But there's a, there's a video of Jill Biden, that whore, Dr. Jill Biden, sitting next to Joe. And I think it's at the, the egg roll thing. Not, not, not Asian, not, 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 not Chinese egg rolls. I'm talking about the, the one they had at the White House with actual eggs. I'm sure there were Asians there, but they, they, shut up. They're sitting like on a bale of hay, and it honestly, it looks like he's outside of a nursing home. He's sitting there. He's got a cap on. He just, <laughs> and she's like, you just sit there, honey. It's so pathetic. She talks down to him so badly, and that's why they don't have a lot of videos of those two because the media is still protecting him for now. She knows there's something wrong with him. Oh, man. Oh, I think it's so fantastic that we get to watch this unfold. Something that's not fantastic, and I'm tired of it. Are you all ready? He's back. 
I, he doesn't get the music for Guess Who's Back. No, uh-uh. Mr. Anthony Fauci said yesterday, well, it's really tough to say what's going to happen, but there are going to be new variants. What, there are going to be new variants there, Dr. Fauci? Is that because you called your friends over in China and said, hey, we need some new variants to scare the shit out of people? He explained that more variants will lead to upticks in cases which could come through the year at any point. In fact, a rise in COVID variants could lead to a seasonal COVID. How many more times is Potato Joe going to mention his dead son, Bo, and attempt to gain some credibility? I mean, he named a whole fucking charity after him. And I love that Joe wants to... He wants to beat cancer. Well, you want to beat cancer? You got to beat COVID first, stupid. <laughs> straight, straight fire says new variants of a cold. Well, golly. <laughs> I just don't care about fucking. Var- I, nobody does. I look. I give you this story just to keep you informed that 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 Mr. Anthony Fauci is still on the hunt for dead people. I, 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 I've never seen a doctor want a, a, a cold or some sort of disease or any kind of virus to last like this guy because he knows that once it goes away or once we find out it's just a cold, he's going to lose everything. He is, uh, Anthony Fauci is America's piece of shit. I, I, w- I, would, be, I would be willing to say, Anthony Fauci is right up there with Hitler. I I said it. I I don't care. I said it. I said it. He is. I think that Anthony Fauci is America's Hitler. I really do. Hold on. I'm, I'm fixing something. By the way, we have an awesome, awesome, Mount Rushmore on Friday. The Mount Rushmore of drunks. Oh, man, I worked on this yesterday. Fantastic. And then Monday we got another one. Things that we hate. The most hated things out there, like cauliflower, might be on the list. Fauci is Himmler, not Hitler. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Uh, Who knows, though? But who knows who the actual Hitler of America is? Because we don't even know who's running our country right now. Oh, sure, you can say it's Joe Biden. Anybody that believes that Joe Biden is actually making decisions for this country needs to wake up. The man tried to shake hands with the air the other day. That, that alone, that, that video, as we all laughed at it and we all had fun with it, that video alone should prove he is incompetent of being president of the United States of America. Watch the video. He turns to his right to shake hands. There's nobody. And then he, like, looks, and then he turns right again to where his back is facing the crowd, and he just stands there for a second. Why do you hate cauliflower? Like, did cauliflower touch you as a child? Yeah, it touched my stomach and made me sick. Hate cauliflower. It's nasty. Stinks. 
gross. Yuck. Yeah, wow, a new variant will hit right before another election. We might have to lock down again. Mm hmm. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? That's why they keep this guy employed. I'm telling you, there's no other reason to keep fucking Fauci employed. He's an idiot. Speaking of idiots, now I can play it. Hold on, let me let me get the music bed. Oh boy, you guys are gonna love this. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? During an episode of I Am an Athlete, Colin Kaepernick spoke to ex-NFL players about the national anthem protester and his hopes of coming back to the league where he said, I know I have to find my way back in, so if I have to come in as a backup, that's fine. But that's not where I'm staying. No, 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 they're going to release you right after they prove that you're no good. And I, when I prove I'm a starter, I want to be able to step on that field as such. <whistles> Even in your prime. I'm saying it. Even in his prime, he wasn't that good. And that's why he lost his starting job. He should just go to the CFL or XFL if he's serious. Oh, wait, he isn't. Well, well, why not go to the USFL? He'd be a starter there. I mean, they got you don't have to fucking travel anywhere. Every damn game is in Birmingham. Nobody's going to him, by the way. There are some pictures released of the stadium last weekend when they had their games, their inaugural start. Even though there were headlines all over the Internet, tickets for the USFL are going like hotcakes. Uh, to that, all you got, the picture just says, no, not really. Colin Kaepernick will never, ever play in the XFL, the CFL, the USFL, anything that isn't the three letters NFL. Kaepernick single-handedly cost the NFL fans and a shit ton of money. And I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, he goes back to the league and pulls this shit, the NFL's going to lose their ass. I, I welcome it. I welcome this, and here's the reason why. I welcome Colin Kaepernick coming back to the league and pissing people off to where the ratings go down again. And all the owners just look at Roger Goodell and say, you're fired. Fuck you, Colin. No one wants you. He isn't markable to get more people into watching the NFL and spending money. No. No, because he doesn't want people spending money. He just wants to get paid by a team and Nike. I mean, you you, you got to think about how much Nike. I think Nike pays him. Oh, let, let, let's just take a look. I mean, anybody got to guess what Nike pays him? 
I'm going to say Nike pays him at least $15 million a year. Let's see. Um, according to, uh, there we go. In 2016, he made $22 million from Nike, and he's continuing to make that somewhere around that now. It might have dripped down to 12, but he's making millions and millions of dollars. Seriously, millions of dollars to do nothing. I mean, he had that Netflix thing that flopped. Spike Lee is doing a documentary for ESPN on him, which is going to flop. When are people in his camp and around the league going to go, this, nobody cares about him. No, nobody cares about this. No, nobody cares. You want to come back to the league? Great. I won't watch any games. That's fine. Douglas says, I don't buy Nikes, nor do I. I don't buy Nikes. I don't buy Converse. It's the same company. I miss my Converse Chuck Taylors. I won't wear them anymore. I don't wear Cole Haan. They're uh, the dressier shoes, but uh, not that I wear dressier shoes. They're nice shoes, but they're owned by Nike. I can't do it. Cowboys Girl says, but but he's oppressed. Uh, no, I ain't going to call the NFL yet. I'm going to let him get back in the league first before I do that. Yeah, Converse is owned by Nike. It's sad. Very, very sad. Very, very sad. But, yes, Colin Kaepernick saying, hey, I'm willing. I'm willing to be a backup. Uh, That's very big of you. That is very, very big of you that you're willing to be a backup to an NFL quarterback. You know, one of the toughest jobs there is in sports. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. And and you see, the reason why people say things like, oh, okay, well, you're a racist. I'm not a racist. He's no good. He's not good. That's all. But see, everybody has to make everything about race, and it happened again yesterday. Oh, my God. The Scottsdale Unified School District's Hoppy Elementary PTA hired a black man named Kim Coco Hunter to DJ for a charity event that raised almost $300,000. I think that's fantastic. Wow, that's that's fucking great. Um, one of these people, Stuart Roden, is an instructor at Arizona State. Now, we remember Arizona State from the school where the two young black women tried to run off a couple white guys from the multicultural center, and they said that there is no such thing as white culture. He works there. He came out and he went to this fundraiser and said, how dare you? You hired a DJ, and the DJ wore blackface. (laughs) 
problem. The charity event was a 70-0 disco theme. Mr. Hunter, the black DJ, was wearing his usual face along with 70 Styles clothing and a wig. You see, Mr. Hunter is black. Holy shit! So this idiot from Arizona State said that a black guy was actually wearing blackface. How dare they hire someone who wears blackface? When somebody told him, uh, no, no, that's actually a black man. This is what he wrote. You ready? Now, 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 usually when you're caught with your pants down like that, you go, hey, my bad, sorry, I, oh, God. Or you're canceled, one of the two. Not this fucking idiot. He wrote on his Facebook post after saying, quote, let me be clear. A black man apparently in blackface is entirely different discussion than a white person. However, I did not state that the person was white. It was assumed that was my intent, and perhaps it was. But nonetheless, looking on his Facebook page, it seems at the very least he has darker makeup, if not blackface. Or I'm completely mistaken, it's the lighting of the patio. The motherfucker doubled down on it. You call a black man out for wearing blackface, and then when somebody tells you, oh, he's actually black, well, he looked like he had it on. Are you kidding me? By the way, um, this, 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 this instructor at, at Arizona State should be fired immediately. And, and, and not for his stupidity and racism, for his stupidity to be not able to not tell. You want to talk about somebody who's fucked up, you can't tell when somebody's wearing blackface compared to somebody wearing or who is black? Wow. Oh, Douglas, every time. Yeah, he wore his own face there, Hangtown Jen. Um, if blackface is so offensive, I want the Marlin brothers, the Wayan brothers, canceled for white chicks because that should be as offensive, right? Yeah, straight fire nailed it. He says, totally different. The Wayans brothers get a pass to to offset privilege. Malisha says, I just can't. Uh, let's see. Brett says, I'm a white guy with white face, so I'm a double racist. Uh, I know straight fire. Furthermore, I am not offended that easily, but the movie wasn't that good. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. Uh, I can't. To me, they all look the same. <laughs> I, I mean, this is... This is where we, we just need to, to stop the bus of America. And we got to tell all these fucking woke people to get the fuck off. Because, you know, or lighten up, Francis. That was one of the greatest lines ever in a movie was in Stripes. When Francis came in there and you can't use this line anymore. Any of you homos touch my stuff, I'll kill you. Oh, lighten up, Francis. Name Psycho. No, Francis. Just lighten up. Christ's sake. 
We're so serious all the time now. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to be serious about, but have some fun. This this is this is a charity event, right? For for like a a, a school district, an elementary school. And you here you are shitting up the entire process. I'm looking at the picture right now. He has an afro wig on. That's it. Because he's trying to look like said there's a there's a guy who's got a big fake Fu Manchu mustache. I should be offended because I can't grow a good mustache. That's the truth. I can't. Ugh. My 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 head is hurting. Over, I, I didn't realize that, that we were that soft. We're so soft, we spell it S-A-W-F-T. Soft. And then we have to hear this fucking moron. Courtney Stodden. Remember Courtney Stodden? Remember her? She was a 16-year-old that married the, 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 the dickhead from the Green Mile. Remember the guy that wouldn't put the sponge on the dude's head? Nobody liked that guy. Doug Hutchinson's his name. She married him when she was 16 because her mama and daddy said it was okay. So she was a 16-year-old marrying a 51-year-old. Everybody called him out. She's like, no, I love him. Oh, I love him. And she was an idiot. She had big tits. Well, now... She's been divorced for a while, and she's come out to say, oh, she has an upcoming memoir. Goddamn, who the fuck is wanting a Courtney Stodden book? I want a Courtney Stodden book if it shows her naked. She now identifies as non-binary and uses they, them pronouns. She says, I'm working with a therapist right now to kind of process it to all as I'm writing it out loud and revealing it again. It's freeing. This gal couldn't wait to be in pictures. She couldn't wait to be paparazzis following her around, her and her bleach blonde hair and her gigantic titties. And now she's saying how she was groomed in the process. I thought it was wrong back in the day the 51-year-old married a 16-year-old. I, as a 50-year-old man, I don't want to be around anybody with the word teen in their name. You know why? Because I hate them. Every single teenager out there, I hate you. you. You are an empty bucket of pus. Fill that shit up with some pus and then talk to me. I mean... Look, just beat down old Doug Hutchins some more. Does non-binary shit need this? Not uh, Every person I have dealt with that identifies as such has some sort of mental health issue, if not multiple ones. 
Majority of them have either been sexually abused or have abused other substances. No, I, I look, I agree. I, I don't even know what non-binary. I have to look this fucking word up. What is non-binary? Please tell me that non-binary means not a boy or a girl. Non-binary, not relating to, composed, involving just two things. So, so, so does that mean? That they're nothing? That they're just a, a, a speck in the stand? Non-binary means look at me. So when I when can I see these huge so-called non-binary titties? Uh, you really can't. She didn't really do a lot of naked things. There's a website called xvideos.com, and if you type in Courtney Stodden's name, I'm sure a video or two will pop up. She gives a really awful blowjob to an ice cream cone. You see, because the ice cream cone melts, and she's in a bathtub where it's hot and it's melting, so you're stupid. But, yeah. She goes by they, them, and aren't male or female. Okay, that's what non-binary means. That, that means you're stupid. I'm just going to say it right now. If you identify as non-binary, this is what you need to do. Don't identify yourself to me. Don't come up to me. Don't talk to me. Mm-mm. I got a force field up. That's right. That's my force field. Don't talk to me. Because if you got big old titties hanging out like she does in this picture, you got lipstick on, you got your hair pulled back, and you're wearing a dress, you're binary as fuck. You're a chick. All right? If I know you're a chick, you're a chick. If you're going to dress like a chick, you're a chick. The end. Don't, don't give me this shit. Don't, don't even try. Hey, Douglas says I'm non-binary. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I swear to God, we are such a, we are so done. Maybe not. Maybe not. Hold on. Hold uh, Hold your brakes. Here. Uh. <laughs> Remember last week I did that story about the uh, med school student at Wake Forest who was drawing blood from a patient who looked down and saw the name tag and said they, them, or the pronouns thing, and, and kind of laughed at it. Didn't make fun of it, just laughed at it. And she decided to uh, stick him a couple extra times. Yeah, she's a fourth-year medical student at North Carolina's Wake Forest University. Cashel Del Rosario is now on extended leave and will not be seeing patients after tweeting suggesting she missed a vein on purpose because he disagreed with her political views. Uh, hon, all I got to say to you and your little, uh, your little, your little career is, uh, it, bye, bye, Felicia. I don't know where my bye, Felicia went, but. You got knocked the fuck out, man! Uh, medical school. Well, I said that was it. Oh, God damn it. Uh, one more story here? Okay. 
Ihan Omar bashes snowflakes who called her out for complaining about Christians. Then she tweeted, and the original snowflakes had a complete and glorious meltdown. I hate this bitch. I, I said, I'm sorry, I hate this cunt. Ihan Omar. She says, what would happen? Like, what, there was a video that went viral. Some fella's playing a guitar on a, at an airline on Easter, and I guess they're singing some sort of Christian song, and people are singing along, and she came out and bashed the shit out of it and says, what would happen if my people went into that, a religious service on a plane? Well, let me just say this to you. Stupid. It wasn't a bunch of white Christians that flew planes into the Twin Towers and the Pentagon. Okay? Was it? Now, if I see a bunch of Christians gathered outside of a fucking abortion clinic, guess where I'm not going in? I'm not going in an abortion clinic. But you see, the reason why people would freak out is if they saw a bunch of people doing religious fucking, you know, praying to Mecca on a plane. People would freak out. Sorry, bitch. It's called human nature. And how dare you bring something like that up when other countries, if you're a Christian, you get beheaded. Remember Otto Weimermimmer? I, I can't pronounce his name, and I'm not trying to put I'm not trying to bash him, I promise. Remember him? Otto Rhymewinner? He was in North Korea, and he was just passing along Christianity. What'd they do to him? They killed him. Well, they beat him down so badly, they flew his carcass back over here, and he died like two days later. So get off of your fucking high camel. (laughs) That was funny, and y'all know it. Get off your fucking high camel. And pretend like you live in the real world. You don't think Americans get freaked out when they get on a plane and they see a bunch of, I'm just going to tell you right now, I, I'm alert. I see some, I, it, is that my racism coming out? Okay, that's fine. I, I'm happy with that. Oh, to me, stereotype, stereotyping is there for a reason. Why? Because it works. Profiling works. You might hate it. I'm just here to tell you it works. Uh, I read this article yesterday. One of the snowflakes had uh, the audacity to cite, if memory serves, it's a cater uh, cutter where they broadcast Muslim prayers on the uh, PA at airports and in airplanes. Mm-hmm. Majority Muslim there. Theocracy, not a surprise. Majority Christian here and on Easter, no surprise. Exactly. Ex- I mean, come on, man. Come on, come on. Correct the mundo. People are fucking stupid. I go to Planned Parenthood to get pap smear. Just because someone is going to a clinic, that doesn't abortions. It doesn't mean energy chick uh, going to get one. Every chick is going to get one. No, I, I understand that, but you see, once again, once again. This is why profiling is good and it's bad. I believe in profiling. I do. I'm sorry, but I do. 
I, you can say I'm the worst person on the face of the earth for believing in it, and that's okay. Because guess what? It'll serve me just fine. I, I, I have to tell a story about last night. Last night, uh, yesterday was tax day. I hope you all got your taxes in. And uh, the taxes were done here, and we had to run them. We, we, we got them done. Well, uh, an accountant got them done. The accountant took forever. We didn't get them until, like, Saturday, so you can't mail them Sunday, yesterday, all that kind of stuff, right? So yesterday was Monday, so I go out and mail them. Things got pushed around to where we had to do it late. Now, I knew the Dallas, the downtown Dallas main branch would be open. Now, I, I don't want to be I, – I, I was excited that Better Call Saul was on. I wasn't happy at any point the fact that we had to go to the main post office in Dallas because I know where it is. There was no way I was going to send Braddy Kid alone. She said she would have done it. There's no way I would have done that. Why? Because it's in a bad part of town. I'm not sending her down there by herself. No. Why? Because bad things happen down there. Now, is that profile? Is that bad profiling or is that okay profiling? I think it's okay profiling. That I want somebody who I care about to be safe. I'll go ahead and go. I'll go ahead and take you down there. This is why profiling does work. You might hate it. You might dislike it. Oh, I can't believe you're, you're talking to. Well, sorry, but I'm not. Uh, was it on MLK? No, 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 no. It was in Oak Cliff. And I'll tell you a story about Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff used to be a really vibrant part of town. They have a beautiful country club there that golfers used to get robbed on because it was in the hood. I'm not kidding. At one point uh, in my life, I had this uh, membership to this thing called Reciprocal Golf. And they could get me on private golf courses all over the country. And I wanted to play Colonial. Colonial's in Fort Worth, super private golf course. Ben Hogan's golf course. My golf god, Ben Hogan. I wanted to play there. They call me up the day before I'm supposed to play there, and they said, hey, uh, Colonial's under repair. We can get you a tea time, any tea time you want at the, the Oak Cliff Country Club. You know, they had the U.S. Open there in 1919. I said, yeah, a lot's changed since 1919. Are you going to give me a fucking flak jacket to wear while I'm there? What do you mean? And I went into it, and I had to say, golfers, including my father, was held up on like the sixth hole. Golfers don't carry cat much cash. I mean, the, the big golfers playing at Oak Cliff Country Club do not carry that much cash. It's held up there. That's not a good area of town. Just, uh, just do me a favor. Do me a favor. Next time y'all see the the first forty-eight or the last forty-eight, whatever that show is, where they most of them are filmed in Dallas. Guess where most of the rides are taken? That's right. I'll say it. Oak. Not the best area. Great people that live there, but bad people live there too. So I try not to go. 
There you go. All right, phone number, 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. you still got a little bit of time to get me a listener mail in because that is what is happening next, brought to you by JS Floors. Well, my mama met my daddy down in Alabama. They tied the knot, so here I am. Born on the bayou on the Texas line. Loved in Louisiana, raised on Jambalaya. Walk. I had a guitar in my hand By the time I could talk, I had my own band I went on the road when I was eight years old When I turned 15, I was stealing the show Money to burn and the girls are pretty It didn't take me long to learn that I was born to boogie When I was 18, I went to Hollywood I met an Elvis in Maryland and Johnny B. Good Got my guitar painted and some California sun Red Cadillac having too much fun Now we were playing them halls and jamming them And we moved it on over to MGM They said, this is the boy we've been telling you about He lit a cigar and he stuck his hand out He said, son, have we got a deal for you? I'm gonna make you a star, give you 50000 too I told him my mama didn't raise no fool I'll take your money, I'll make you movie But I can tell you right now, I was born to boogie Well, my name is Bo Seedless I drank a whiskey by the gallon And I never back down And I love a good challenge what I do now is what I did then I like to get down with all my rowdy friends Now I can be sweet and I can be mean I still got my hat and I still wear my jeans My shades are chrome, my guitar steel If you think I won't, then believe me I will Get down on you baby, cause I ain't no rookie I'll put it apart and I was born to boogie Dixie Road Take 
Sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot And the devil jumped up on a hickory stump And said, boy, let me tell you what I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy But give the devil his due I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul Because I think I'm better than you The boy said, my name's Johnny And it might be a sin But I'll take your bet and you're gonna regret Because I'm the best as ever been Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard Cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold But if you lose, the devil gets your soul The devil opened up his case and he said, I'll start this show and Fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow. And he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss. And then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this.
devil finished, Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. The devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Granny, does your dog bite? No child, no. devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat and he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet. Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, bitch. I'm the best as ever been. He played fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. The chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Granny, we don't fight no child, no. that she was bitching about the, the Christians was a chartered flight from a mega church. Hey, Ehan, Ehan Omar. So shut up, bitch. You shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. Jesus Christ. The charter flight, shut your mouth, bitch. Oh, I don't like her. And, and let me just tell you, Scott goes on to say, uh, if a bunch of her family started screaming Allah Akbar on a plane, there'd better pre- uh, there has been a precedent set and things would get ugly. I'm just telling you right now. Oh, I'd be ready to get, if, y- if somebody yelled out Allah Akbar on a fucking plane, it is on like neck bone. Oh, I'm going straight up hood on everybody. I ain't going medieval. I'm going straight up hood. I'm hair pulling. Oh, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. The only real version of that song always says, bitch, you goddamn right. I ain't changing that. Charlie Daniels found Jesus. I never thought he was lost. Son of a bitch is an okay term by me when you're talking about the devil. Uriah says, was it on MLK? No, MLK is where the fair is. That's why you don't go to the fair at night. Or during the uh, the, the Southern Alcorn State game. Either one of those. Uh, all right, all right. It is that time again. Uh, time for uh, our mail segment. Which, by the way, mail is brought to you each and every week from our dear friends at JS Floors. The best floors in the West. Oh, God, the rest. Oh, I just found this out about the rest. The rest like to put fecal matter in and around all of your pillows so you get pink eye. And the reason they do that is they own stock in pink eye medicine. 
and their prices go through the roof. Do you know who doesn't want to give you pink eye? My good friend Jesse at JS Floors. No, 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 no. He doesn't want to give you pink eye. He wants to give you great floors. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. Let's get started. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, This one is from Barry. It says, hey, Arnie. That's me. I got got to check my other emails here. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you and your Rangers so much for shitting the bed over the weekend. Not only am I an A's fan that wants the Angels to lose, but I actually bet on the Rangers, and they totally sucked. I hope that you're ready for a long season. Uh, Yeah, I, I, I am ready for a very, very long season. But, hey, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing there, Barry. We're six games into the season. There's 157 more, or are we six into eight games in the season? So 154 more games. Yeah, we aren't going to go 154-0 in those games. I think the Rangers are experimenting with their lineup right now. That's all I can say, all I can think, because otherwise they just suck. But, uh. Yeah, I, I'm sorry you lost money on him. That, that's why it's called wagering. Sorry you lost. I, I wouldn't bet on the Rangers right now. Against the Halos? With Shohani and Trout hitting back-to-back at the top of the lineup? Are you kidding me? I should kick you out of sports books for that. I want to put money on the Rangers. Get out. The rest are big Roger Goodell fans. The rest like... Zombie runner. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so there you go. I, I'm, I'm truly sorry. I'm truly sorry that you lost money on it. Uh, all right. Next one here. Let's see. Uh, all right, scumbag. Pay attention. This one just it's came time in. for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Brett. It says, Arnie, I think a while back you were exercising by walking. Nope. And I'd walk down the mailbox. That was about it, but that's because I was expecting something. I hope you're still walking weekly. Nope. As I want you around for a long time. Well, I don't want to be. I, four more years. I'm, I'm four and a half years away from state-run nursing home. So all the good shit you're going to get out in the next four and a half years. If you're losing weight, that's great. I'm only losing weight because I'm throwing up and shitting all the time right now. Uh, I don't want to hear any more fat references on the show. I, this is what I'm doing. I did do something. I need some help here. Braddy Kid was nice, and she listened to me. I was going to try to stop drinking Dr. Pepper at the beginning of the year, but that didn't happen. So I, I, I thought about carrying around one of them gigantic fucking water bottles because I, I really do like the, the – uh, the, the the IV what is that the the the, the IV the, the new drink thing where you can get lemon lime or mango or whatever the fuck tangerine the kind I like uh, I like that so she got me one of them big old gallons uh, bottles and it, it gives you the time of when you got to drink all this stuff and it's a gallon problem is it, it, it's plastic it's great okay she got it from work and I appreciate her getting it 
It's not one of the the, the big old pricey ass Yetis because those would be like six seven hundred dollars probably. So this is plastic now. Now liquid IV. That's what it's called. That shit's good. Um, I wanted because the, I don't want the water to get hot because it's going to take all day for me to drink a gallon of water. Can I like put in water at the bottom and freeze it overnight? And then put water and more ice on top of that. Will that work, or will that expand it and break it? I don't know, because I, I I came up with that idea last night. I was like, ooh, stick it in the freezer, then I'll fill it with more water, and that way that big old hunk of ice will be in there all day, and I can drink that that way. I don't know if that'll work. If that works, then I'm fucking doing that. Right, kid says yes, that'll work. Okay. Day one will be tomorrow, because do you know what today is? Oh, God damn it. I can't believe I'm doing this again. Today, we're going apartment hunting for her son again. Oh, boy. We have appointments. Can't just roll up to a fucking apartment complex, I guess, anymore. So, yes, we are going to look at apartments again today, and hopefully I do not murder anyone. I didn't want to take the the water bottle with me today because I know I'm going to be out all day, so I don't want to have to fucking piss every 15 minutes. Uh, Mix your shit up, uh, freeze it, then make more stuff on top. Okay, sounds good. I'll do that. We're going to try to start that tomorrow. We're going to see how that goes. I already piss like every two hours at night as it is, so this is just going to make it worse. I'll just be up all night peeing. But, hey, I'm flushing out my system and drinking more water. Fabulous. Last three weeks I've been drinking a gallon a day. I suggest you finish most of it before 5 or you'll pee all night. Stackar, I'm 50 years old. I already pee all night. We'll see how it goes. Uh, all right, next mail. Let's get to mail here. Mm-hmm. All right, can you please start walking? It would help. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Well, I, I got some comfortable. I Fuck, I walked a lot fucking two weeks ago when I went to damn wrestling. Jesus Christ, I walked a lot. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, mm-hmm. maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. I was wondering something after my kids said that they would want to eat ice cream for the rest of their life. I was wondering if you had an ice cream flavor that you would eat for the rest of time, and yes, I already know it's going to be Bluebell, what would it be? Great show every day, and that's from Maggie. Hmm. Okay, so it's going to be Bluebell. Now... This is tough because Bluebell is delicious. The coconut cream pie was probably one of the greatest ice creams I ever had because it had chunks of the crust in there. It reminded me of blueberry pie, which was a great ice cream, but coconut cream surpassed it. Now, the homemade vanilla uh, that, that, that Bluebell has is second to none. It, it, it's between these three. And then there's a, a flavor I had a long time ago, and, and Bluebell, if they ever release this flavor again, I'm stocking up the freezer with it. Are you ready? Are you ready to get moist? 
white chocolate almond. Holy shit. I, I, I mean, I, seriously. Holy shit! Greatest ice cream I've ever, white chocolate ice. If they ever release that again, yeah, yeah, uh, that's that would be the one. It's either that one or the coconut cream pie or vanilla. I can count on one hand the good things about New Mexico, and one of those is the stores selling Bluebell ice cream. Well, Stackar, you can hate white chocolate all you want because that means it's more for me. And by the way, you're a racist for hating white chocolate. I never thought that I would say that Stackar is a racist, but he's a racist. Yeah, the the the, the white white chocolate uh, almond. <laughs> Boy, that makes that that gets me all tingly. I'll ask Mr. Bluebell guy. Please do bring it back. You can bring that back and bring back the pizza sticks from 7-Eleven that Stackar failed to do for me. My two favorite normal flavors are banana pudding and Rocky Road. My oh, the coconut cream pie. Coconut cream pie was amazing. Oh, hands down, amazing ice cream. But the white chocolate almond was also like their 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 special one. Just release it again, for God's sakes! Stop with the fucking peach. Nobody wants peach ice cream. God almighty, peach ice cream. Yeah. Mmm, let's flavor more stuff like fruit. Yay. Blueberry cobbler made me start smoking again. <laughs> yeah, that shit's pretty damn good, ain't it? Uh, but, yeah, there you go. Great question, Maggie. I appreciate that. Uh, next one here. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right. I just wanted to say thank you for the Garth Brooks day on the show. I know he's not your favorite by a long shot, but I appreciate that you still played it. Have you ever seen him in concert? I think if you would, you'd make feel more love for him and his music. And that's from Melanie. Bradley, the other day, uh, we, 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 we have a new feature here on the show where you write me and you tell me the songs that you want to hear on your DJ day. Or the artist that you want to hear. And Bradley picked out Garth Brooks. I don't have a lot of Garth Brooks because, well, I do not care for him. And to answer your question, I have seen him in concert. I have seen him in concert. And it was outside of the Texas OU game at the State Fair of Texas. It was a free concert right when No Fences came out, his second album. He said, your Longhorns got lucky against the Sooners today. That motherfucker's from Oklahoma State, so he should hate the Sooners even more and not say the Longhorns got lucky. As soon as he said that, I left. I was gone. So, yeah, not a big Garth Brooks fan. He's playing at Jerry World here next month, I think. I, th I think he's playing here in Dallas next month. Got no desire to go. I will say this. I will say this. If what I heard on the news is right, I have a lot of respect for Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks' face value tickets are 98 bucks. I don't know if that's for the entire arena, but if it is, good on him. Good on him. 
to make it, it look. I know it's a hundred dollars for a ticket, and that's a lot. But it's Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks is the biggest touring act next to Metallica. If he's only charging a hundred bucks a ticket, I gotta say kudos to him. Fucking wrestling tickets are more expensive to see than going to Garth Brooks. Stack, are you just made me crave taquitos? Damn you! Oh, those taquitos at Taco Bell, taco and cheese meat. Oh, taco meat and cheese. Mm-mm-mm. So there you go. Yes, Melanie, um, I have seen him in concert, unfortunately. I know he puts on a great show. I, I can't deny that he puts on a great show. Um, let's see. Next one here. We're rolling through mail today, boy. Jesus. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. At the end of the show today, you played some song about going on dying. Is that really by George Strait? I enjoyed it, but I can't remember that one for some reason. I hope you have a great bit. Uh, great wifey? Okay. Um, whatever that means, Julie. I, I don't know what have a great visor means. I had some taquitos last night, had them frozen in the freezer, threw them in the air fryer, jalapeno cream cheese with honey. Oof. That does sound good. Uh, yes, the song I played at the end of the show yesterday was uh, an old, old uh, George, uh, George Strait song uh, that I just can't go on dying like this. It's from, I believe, one of his very, very first albums. Hold on, I'm trying to find it here. That he redid. This is it. This is the one I played yesterday. <laughs> I'm driving in my car alone, you called me on the table. So then he redid it. Like, that's from 1979, 1979, 1980. This is from just a few years ago when he redid it. I'm driving in my car alone. On the telephone, how many times will it take till I'm convinced that you're using me? I'm just a used to be. It's a lie. I know it's a lie. I don't know which one of those versions I like better. Honestly, I like the up-tempo one, but I love that you slowed it down. I remember when I got that album, that's off the Love is Everything album. When I got it and I looked at the back of the jewel case, because, yes, I'm old and I still bought CDs back then in 19, what, or 2000, whatever, uh, I saw I can't go on. I, just, I was like, oh, my God, he redid it. And then I heard it's a slow version. I was like, whoa. So, yeah, dig that one a lot. I have mixed feelings with Garth, mostly because my ex-boyfriend would play Shameless and sing it to me. Then he was killed on the job, so it's a mixed bag. Don't mean to bum everybody out. Okay. Uh, I like the original, but that's probably because it was the one I heard first. Yeah, I was that way, too. I, I Look, I love that song. That That's one of my that's one of my go-to George Strait songs right there uh, that isn't a big hit. 
the, the House with No Doors is still the greatest song that he never released. I'm just telling you. You don't know that song? Oh, God, The House with No Doors. You know what? I'll play The House with No Doors at the end of the show today. Because uh, we're doing kind of like 80s music. I, no, I can't do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do I'll, I'll do the house with no doors tomorrow because I got an eighties I got an eighties theme going. I did eighties country and then the next group of music is eighties and I got an eighties George Strait song. So there you go. Um, do I like Tim McGraw? No, never been a big Tim McGraw guy. I I, I mean, it, you know what bummed me out about Tim McGraw was his first song he released, the Indian Outlaw song. I thought that song was so fucking gay. I I I have some of his music. I I think the only, there's only a couple songs of his I like. Uh, Live like you were dying, maybe. I like Southern Voice. That's not a bad song. And then uh, this one. This, this isn't a bad song. The reason why I like that song is we were the first station in the country back when we were K-Hit Country in Reno, 104.5. We were the first station in the country to play that song. Uh, let's see. Uh, huh. Don't Take the Girl was good. Eh, not one of my favorites. I, I, I'm just not a big Tim McGraw fan. That, that's all. Hey, look, look, I like him. That's fine. He's right on up there. He, he, he's up there with the people that I believe killed country music. Garth Brooks is one of those people. I mean, you listen to today's country music. It is god-awful. Kane Brown, Sam Hunt. Why couldn't they be in a chartered plane that goes down instead of the Big Bopper and Rich, Ricky Valens? Ugh. Indian Outlaws. Oh, that was... That was just hot garbage. And it got played, and it got played, and it got played. It got played because he was pretty. That's why it got played. Uh, all right, next one here. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, Arnie, Arnie. Um, I don't call today's country music. I call it country pop. I don't even call it country pop anymore, Stackar. I just call it the new version of pop music. Because pop music sucks. I, I, look, look, before I read this email, let, let, let's talk about music for a second, shall we? I mean, I've been in the industry for almost for, for 30 years now. 30 years I've been doing this. So I know a little bit about music. And music always goes in cycles. We haven't had a good rock cycle since... late 90s, early 2000s. It's the last time rock music was worth a shit. We got cool groups like Godsmack that weren't grunge, but they weren't metal. You know, we got plenty of metal, thrasher metal out there, and I know a lot of people like it. I'm not a big fan of it, but so be it. Uh, country music. Had a great run in the 90s, then it took a break, and then it's kind of come back because it's too pop. Because pop music now, if you don't speak Korean, you don't know what the fuck they're saying. 
And BTS fellas, you don't speak Korean, you can't sing along. It's like me trying to sing along with opera. Country music has surpassed pop music because, well, everybody likes country music because you can wear cute clothing. I hate it. I, 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 there's only a few artists I'll go see anymore. I, I went and saw Pat Green and Robert Earl Keane last year. Those are real country artists. Uh, I go see Willie. I'll go see George, but that's about it. I mean, Alabama—they're real country artists, much as it pains me to say, because I don't really care for them that much. But hey, they're originals. Brooks and Dunn—they're all right. Don't mind them. Hey, if you really did contribute to the line dancing world, you hated country. You—you you killed it. I'm about due for some live Dwight by now. Now, Dwight Yoakam, you cannot go wrong with Dwight Yoakam. I'll tell you that right now. I I, I mean, Dwight Yoakam, I saw him twice last year. Now, he came to the area. He he played Mesquite Rodeo last year. It's fantastic. Where is it? Uh, Oh, here you go. When the whistle morning and I walk down in that cold dark mine. I see a prayer to my dear Savior. Let me see the sunshine one more time. When a wind will be over, when will I let it burn down? And when I die, dear Lord, Damn, that's good shit right there. Uh, I want to hear Kenyan country music. I was driving in my Jeep when I read your note. You were leaving me. I was so sad. I butchered a village of my people, not my tribe. (laughs) Andrew says, Sturgill Simpson, I have a feeling would be a good show. Sturgill Simpson is the only artist I will be willing, next to George Strait, I will be willing to pay money to see. I don't know if he ever got his vocal cords fixed. He fucked up his vocal cords last year. Oh, Sturgill Simpson? You don't know who Sturgill Simpson is. You don't know anything. See, there, there's this... Country music is making a comeback in the Americana range. And they say Americana because these aren't real, like, real country artists. They No cowboy hats, no boots and shit like that. You don't need it. Uh, let's see, uh, is this it? No, that ain't it, that ain't it, this is it. Well, lately things have been a little complicated. Quality of life has got me down. Well, the sex is cheap and the talk is overrated. Arnie, did you see that Greg Norman has a special on ESPN this week? Looking forward to that and the Magic Johnson documentary. Uh, I tried to watch Winning Time yesterday, and I couldn't upload it on my fucking Fire Stick. I was pissed. I love this show on HBO, Winning Time. No, I cannot stand Hal Ketchum. Hal Ketchum is terrible. Uh, One of my great memories of my pop was taking country line dancing classes. I learned since forgot. Now, two-step is not a line dance. 
Two-step is the way you dance, but you don't kill flowers. you got to move around the dance floor. Boots, scooting boogies, slapping leather, okay? Damn, all this country music is making me want to call my cousin and see if she's free this weekend. Well, i got one more for you. There is a new artist, and she started out in the Americana range. And I think, I mean, this gal's voice is so different. And and rad, th- this is her newest song, and this is just, God, this is, this is hard to listen to sometimes. Her name is Morgan Wade. I was out of my head as I climbed in your bed, and I thought I found something real. You gotta, you gotta wait for the hook here, because this is, this is a country I song right here. I still love how that made me feel I am not much of anything Wow You will always be everything Codependent much? Place Elizabeth Cook is my favorite female artist, even though I still do like Elizabeth Cook. If you want good country music, it is out there. I I, I promise you, it is still out there. The uh, here's you want to know a great band. You you like country bands? Then I would I highly recommend the, these guys sold out Billy Bob's three shows in Billy Bob's in about six minutes. Called the Turnpike Troubadour. You're out. You're going to like my 80s picks that I have coming up, especially the first one, I think. Um, but, yeah, country music is making a slow comeback to real country music fans. Modern country music fans will not like it, and I don't care. Uh, but back to the letters now. There you go. Jay says, love the Turnpike Trooper. They are fantastic. Oh, I wanted to see them so bad, but it's sold out. General admission show, tickets were like 100 bucks. At Billy Bob's, and Billy Bob's sound sucks, but I still wanted to go. They sold out. Fuck going to ticket brokers. Closest I want to get to country is Kid Rock. Hey, that's fair. I still love Kid Rock. Kid Rock's fantastic. I still love all kinds of music. Uh, I've been playing Loving Ammo and the Sniffers, super punk. Not a big punk guy. I like some punk. It's okay. There's only one kind of music that I don't like. And, and it, it might surprise you. I can't stand reggae. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I don't like reggae. I just don't. I to me, it, it, for all the people that hate country that say all the sound song all the songs sound the same, that's the way I feel about reggae. I just don't care for it. Hey, if that's your bag, pfft, tell us how you feel about Luke Bryan. Oh. Oh, I'm just telling you right now. Luke Bryan is the is the epitome of shit country music. You want to talk about somebody? You just put a you get, call out the word buckle bunny, get a creek, get beer, and a tailgate. 
That's every Luke Bryan song right there for you. Also, Juliette Lewis is getting her band back together on the road. She puts on a great show. I've heard that. No problem disliking reggae. Better to tell us all openly you're racist than to hide it. <laughs> Thank you, Ogre. I appreciate I was waiting for that, and I'm really glad it was you. Oh, fuck, I hate Luke Bryan. Oh, I would assault him in public. I would happily assault him in public. And, I, and I'll tell you this right now. I get thrown in the clink. I'm okay. I would be bailed out within seconds. Which do you choose? This is from Slater. Hey, Slater's Ding Wings. Slater, where you at today? Mm-mm-mm. Boy, you get some of the wings. Are you selling the goddamn egg rolls yet? You need to sell them egg rolls. Or at least freeze them and send them to me. Uh, like Luke Bryan, Kane Brown, or Death. Which do you choose? Death. 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 I can't like a country artist like Kane Brown who gets lost on his own property and calls the police to find him. Real story. Holy shit. I just got a text message from my buddy Brian. He says, I need an MC for the Hooters calendar beauty pageant. It's May 10th. Interested? Well, I just typed back. <laughs> this is Jesus. Oh, Brian. Brian, you've made my day. Oh, hold on a second here. Let, let me give you the answer. Duh. 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 <laughs> if he was drunk on his brand new property and it was night, I'd give him a... No, no, it was in the middle of the afternoon. He got lost. Jay says, I'm not serving them yet, and I'm not out today. Slow week, video games today. Oh, I saw your message that I'm sponsoring a hold. The Ernie States show is sponsoring a hold as golf tournament. Okay. Shit, I might need to start practicing. I have to play in that shit. Uh, can I get back the mail? I mean, Jesus, we have, we have taken a side road that has taken us down many, many, many roads. We, 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 have, to, we have to get back to mail, people. Oof. MC, ooh, what do I wear? <laughs> that is not a wrestling t-shirt night. Uh, I got tattooed for three hours once, and two of those hours were listening to ICP. Good fucking mercy God thing that tattoo turned out amazing. Yeah, Slater's, yeah, it, <laughs> Slater's a big juggalo. <laughs> God damn it, Slater. Why are you a juggalo? I never went back to that studio again. No, neither would I. Boy, I, t I hope you wash the shit out of your back. God damn. Uh, all right. All right. Back, uh, back to listener mail now. Let's go. Come on. Our sponsors are waiting for mail. Don't move. Here we go. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? All right. Once again, Arnie, Arnie, Arnie. I love when you decide to wear cool-ass beer shirts, especially knowing that you're 25 years sober. Have you ever gotten really, really close to diving back into it? That's from Marsha. Uh, yeah, I was wearing a Coors t-shirt yesterday. You probably saw my video. 
uh, my, my joke video yesterday. I love wearing beer shirts. You know why? Because it makes people, people that are okay to be around recovering alcoholics that will drink in front of me, which I have no problem people drinking in front of me. I'm all about it. I, I don't want to change their lives, so it, and it's not going to make me drink. But I, I used to, uh, there used to be somebody in my life <laughs> that thought it was so terrible that I would wear Jack Daniel shirts. Mm. But yes, I do love wearing my beer shirts. Uh, have I gotten really, really close to diving back into what drinking? No. I mean, I've thought about it. Every every alcoholic thinks about it. And any alcoholic that says they don't, they're lying to you. They've thought about it. They thought what their first drink back would be. If they were gonna, if they were gonna ruin their sobriety, they're not gonna ruin it with. I'm not gonna ruin it with a fucking grasshopper. If I'm gonna ruin my sobriety, I'm going hardcore. I'm going. We're we're gonna get the special reserve Jack Daniels. If I'm going, I'm not going back to beer. Mm-mm. We're we're talking the the good stuff. But no, I, and I've never gotten close to it. So there you go. White T-shirt for the contest? No, no. Oh yeah, it was somebody gave me a flask once. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody? No, she wasn't that person that gave me the flask. She that that was from that was a family thing when I got the flask. But yeah, that was a terrible gift. That's one of the worst gifts ever. God Almighty. Not bad as the Book of Mormon, but you know, nearly. Because mainly I'm not Mormon. So there you go. Uh, all right, next mail. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, you did a joke a long, long time ago, and I seem to remember that one and may bet the, these two. It had something to do with Banger Maine. I hope you still hit it out. I was hoping you still knew it. I guess, Becky. Boy, these people are fucking crazy. Gentleman Jack is delicious. Uh, I did a joke about, yes, yes, here's the, here's the joke about Banger, Maine. Did you know what, what Banger, Maine's sister city is? Hardly Newersville, Indiana. I still laugh at it because I find it to be funny. <laughs> Banger, Maine, and Hardly Newersville. Thank you, Becky, for bringing that up. That was it there. <laughs> I, I, so I, Like I said, sometimes I just do this show for myself, and sometimes I just make jokes just to make myself laugh. All right, last one. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Come on, Mouse. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear A. I just wanted to tell you how much I love your take on pro wrestling. It, it, it's wrestling, and we already went over today how Barstool Sports has stolen from me <gasps> again. I was hoping that you were going to be able to tell me when the next wrestling podcast was going to be. That seems to really fit you, and you have a great style for it, and that's from Eric. You know, I don't know. Uh, I, I want to do a wrestling podcast because I – I go on TikTok and I I see all these people with podcasts. Oh, I have a podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. And you find out they do a po- 
podcast like once a month. And they struggle for content in that. I, I, I look at these people and I, I go, y'all are just in the deep end of the pool, man. Stay out. Let let broadcasters broadcast. Okay? We 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 don't we don't need interviews from Jake Paul or anybody like that. You want to keep doing your little videos of, you know, getting hit in the nuts with, you know, by a, a monkey with a coconut. That's fine. That's your niche. But broadcasting, talking to people, entertaining them, geez, swing and a miss on your part. Um, but I do love talking wrestling. I, I, I absolutely positively love I love pro wrestling, and I, and I came to this conclusion the other night. I get to live out a part of my dream job. I didn't have the nuts. If I were to ever talk to young people, I, I, w- I would tell them this. Um, my dream job, I wanted to be a pro wrestler. I did. Growing up, watching pro wrestling, I wanted to be a pro wrestler. But I thought there was no way in hell that could happen, that you have to know somebody. Um, you, you, you have to – and then all of a sudden these wrestling schools started opening up, but I had moved to – I would moved to Reno at the time. I mean, I could have this – is, this is a true story. There's a fellow by the name of Gentleman Chris Adams wrestled in this territory in Dallas at the Sportatorium, the world-famous Sportatorium, I'm sorry. And he opened a wrestling school. And he trained somebody there. And it was about the time that I was graduating high school and I could have gone down that road, but I had already left. But Chris Adams Wrestling School, I could have been in class with Stone Cold Steve Austin because this is where he made his start, at a wrestling school here in Dallas, the Chris Adams School. I didn't have the nuts to do it. Because I look back on, on, on these guys, and it's amazing to watch documentaries about people like Ric Flair. Woo! Um, even Stephanie McVam. Uh, I, I watched this awesome thing yesterday. Peacock Channel WWE Network has this new series called Evil, and it explores the bad guys. And every one of these documentaries I've ever watched about pro wrestling... They all say the same thing, that when they were kids, they loved wrestling. They watched as much as they could. Nobody watched more wrestling than me was a, as a kid. I mean, let, let, let me give you my breakdown on Saturdays. This is the way it would go. Wake up, and, and we're talking about 10 or 11, so I'm, I'm just past cartoons. So we had uh, UWF Wrestling, which was out of Memphis. That's where I first met this amazing man right here. The greatest announcer ever. Good God Almighty! It's God is my witness. He's broken in half. Good old JR. Now I'd watch that. That was on for like uh, that. I think that was a two-hour program. So that was like ten to noon. Then you go outside and play for a little bit. Then you come back in and you had San Antonio wrestling. That's where I first saw the. Uh, the Australian sheep herders. They later turned into the bushwhackers, but when they were the sheep herders, they were a lot violent. And that was out of San Antonio. Then at 4.30 or 4.05, remember how everything used to start on 05 on WTBS? 
Oh, it was it was it that was it, man. That's where I fell in love with the four horsemen. Rinky Dink ass studio, the four horsemen, Dusty Rose, baby. The American Dream Daddies. That's where he was, baby. He and Nikita Koloff and Magnum TA. Loved it. And that was a two that was a three hour program. So you watch wrestling. Three hours. So I, I'm at I'm at, let's see, five, six hours of wrestling. And then at 10 o'clock at night on Channel 11 was World Class Championship Wrestling in the Von Erickson Freebirds. And that was on from 10 to midnight. So every Saturday, I would get at least nine hours of wrestling in a day. And uh, I, I, I never pursued that. I pursued my dream of radio, and I, I was able to do it, and I did it very, very well. Just wonder how my life would have been different as a pro wrestler. Boy, I would have been hooked on pills a lot sooner. Uh, but, yes, I do love talking wrestling. Uh, Eric, I will let you know. I've got your email address. Uh, I'll let everybody know when the next wrestling show will be. Uh, that does it for mail today. Thank you, guys. You guys made mail awesome today. I mean, you make mail awesome all the time. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show, or you can just write me on Mixler. Uh, more of the 80s music goes on right now.
sent something. I I can't make heads or tail out of it. And I'm not trying to pick on anybody here. Um 
but I, I'm going to ask this question. I, there's no way I can put this picture up for everybody to see because it's not on a website. It was sent to me. And I, I can't figure out if this is like a, 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 like, like, you know what? Hold on a second. Ogre, Ogre, I, I hope you're by your phone. I, I have to send this to you because I, I, I need. sent this to you because we can't figure it out here at Jane Costa States. I, I, I don't know what this is. He told me I see you rise. No, no, I, I, I can't put it up there because it's too dirty. appreciate everybody that sends me stuff and um brett what the fuck did you just send me is that supposed to be a chick i mean because like it goes down to the pubiscus area and then there's a blanket that cuts off near the top of the pubis it looks kind of like a vagina but not really like it looks like it's hiding something or something could be tucked. Uh, it, it's a chick. Okay. Uh, Ogre said that looks like a dick pic unless it's a gymnast chick with no hips. Yeah, because there ain't no titties in it. Uh, it I, I, if it's a chick, okay, great, thanks. Uh, I, I appreciate it. But that one just kind of caught me off guard because I, I got the old, I, I, I got this feeling when I opened it up. I looked at it, I was like, Uh, so yeah, thanks. Uh, uh, a screenshot from some video, definitely a chick. Okay, all right, definitely a chick. All right, all right, we're moving on then. Uh, real quick, uh, we have to we have to do this. All my old school people know what this is. That's right, it's the people's court. Mm-hmm. We don't have Doug Llewellyn. We don't have Judge Wapner. No, no, no. This is the true people's court. Because one of the greatest trials of all time is happening as we speak. This Johnny Depp trial is so phenomenal. Oh, against Amber Heard. Now, Amber Heard's hot. But what do they say about hot chicks? They're fucking crazy. We already know that Johnny Depp, the man who wears more scarves than, than Bloomingdale's has, got about 46 bracelets on. Him going through a metal detector is a fucking nightmare. This lawsuit, this anti-defamation lawsuit that he's suing his wife or ex-wife over, was weird before in England, but it's gotten a lot weirder. Yesterday in court, Johnny Depp's doctor read a text message sent by Johnny while he was still married to Amber Heard. 
I'm going to read you the text message, and then I'm going to talk about Johnny Depp taking the stand today. Quote, hi, fuck man. Had another one. I cannot live like this. She is a full of shit as a Christmas goose. I'm done. No more. The constant insults, demeaning, belittling, most heartbreaking shit that is only released from malicious, evil, and vindictive cunt. But you know what? Far more hurtful than her venomous and degrading endless educational ranting is her hideously and purposely hurtful tirades and her goddamn shocking treatment of the man she was supposed to love above all. The text continues. He read this in court yesterday. Her obsession with herself is far more important. She is so fucking ambitious. She's so desperate for success and fame. That's probably why I was acquired. Although she has hammered me with being a sad old man, I'm so very sad, I cut the top of my middle finger off. That's right. Johnny Depp cut the top of his fucking middle finger off. Then asked his doctor, what should I do? Except, of course, I go to a hospital. I'm so embarrassed for jumping into anything with her. Fuck the world. Now, that was yesterday in court. Johnny takes the stand today. And if you go to TMZ.com, you know what? Let's just let, 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 let's just let's just go to TMZ. Let, let's do it. Shall we? The 30 mile zone. Oh. They made me very, very happy today. Sometimes they don't. But today. Today, 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 I feel like I'm the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Because today, Johnny Depp takes a stand. Why can't this be on court TV? And they will talk about the sheets that either Amber or a friend shit in. Including pictures. So if you know some kind of weirdo out there, that's into scatology. Well, there you go. Amber Heard scatology right there. As a t-shirt that I sell on tpublic.com, hot girls poop too. She pooped the sheets. I... I, I don't even do I, I can't wait till she gets her lawyers next week to find out. He cut his middle finger off? Hey, dummy, that's one of your most important fingers. I would be devastated if I lost a middle finger. I would never be able to drive again. Cut off your, your ring finger. Cut off the pinky. Cut off your pinky toe. Save the middle finger. Look at that. Red and white just got a new job. Congratulations. That is awesome. That is fantastic. 
what kind of drug was he on to lop off a digit? I get a paper cut, and I'm like, fucking ow. Who knows? I mean, he was with River when River OD'd, and Johnny's still here. Now, you know what I think? This is what I think. I think Johnny Depp got a blood transfusion from fucking Keith Richards. I'm afraid that we're stuck with Johnny. And let, let me just say it right now. Ladies, I know he's pretty. Johnny Depp is a terrible actor. I, I, I'm just going to tell you right now. He is an awful actor. Great in the Pirates couple movies. I, I, but, but come on. Edward Wienerhands. That was weird. Johnny Depp is not a great actor. I like Johnny Depp, but the dude is 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 is, is kookier than Cocoa Puffs. Wow! <laughs> I love you so much. I'm gonna cut my middle finger off. I don't love anybody that much that I would be willing to lose my middle finger. Good lord. How am I supposed to express my feelings towards people I don't know? He can do weirdo characters like no one else, though. Yeah. The current one started talking about advertising, uh, so I was like, I'm out. Good for you. Thank you, Red and White. They can advertise with me, ArnieRadio.com. I got plenty of room for advertisers. You can sponsor whatever you want. You can sponsor music. You can sponsor the joke of the day. Joke of the day can be seen by over 100,000 people. I'm just saying. All you got to do is write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com, and I'll give you the rates. He was awesome in Black Mass, but you're right. He's no Richard Greco. (laughs) Now, he was good in Black. I'll give you that. He was really good in Black Mass. Black Mass was a good movie. But other than that, man, that dude, he's fucking... Hangs out with Marilyn Manson all hours of the night at the Chateau Mamar or whatever it is down in L.A. Well, I tell you what, that Chateau Mamar, you couldn't get me to walk into that place in a hazmat suit. You think about all the celebrity DNA that's been swapped in that place from Lindsay Lohan to Marilyn Manson. You sit on a couch, you got hep C. Mm-mm-mm. So, we'll, 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 as always, we will keep you apprised of this court case because that's what we do here. We give you the hard-hitting news here at ArnieRadio.com. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you know, last weekend the USFL started. There's a great video going around that I have yet to watch because I wanted to save it here. Mamar is like a vampire club from a Blade movie. Yeah. Okay, so this fella right here, hold on a second. I'm, I'm going to share this with you so y'all can watch it too. This guy is getting to live his dream by playing in the USFL for, I guess, the Pittsburgh Maulers. Here you go. This is Devon Smith. Devon Smith. John Peterson, personnel director. What's up, man? Good morning, man. We ready? He crossed the line, so we had to deal with it. This is very difficult for me as a head coach. It's my first time. But we have a business. Okay, this is a business, and you're a businessman. We all are. Because that's the nature of the beast right now. But uh, when I first talked to you guys on March 22nd, I had a handbook. And I covered some items that were very important to me. Line 46 addresses that. 
any disrespect of football or members, staff, USFL, oh, hotel, etc., would not be tolerated. And it's been brought to my attention that has occurred with you. So unfortunately, unfortunately, hear me out, unfortunately, cost of doing business, I'm going to have to let you go. I didn't think I did anything or said anything disrespectful. I, I can tell you what happened exactly. It's not important right now. Right. It's not important. I don't know. It's already happened. Right. It's already happened. I didn't say anything disrespectful. He said, is that going to be a problem? I said, yes. That's it. And I walked away. I mean, I didn't think that was disrespectful. Me saying yes, I don't eat chicken salad. And I was like, is there another option? Walked in with pizza. And I was like, can I get a slice of pizza? He said, no. And I was like... He said, is that going to be a problem? I said, yes. That's all I said. I didn't say no cuss word, nothing. That's all I said. I promise. The player in question, Devin Smith, was cut by the Pittsburgh Maulers for ordering pizza instead of chicken salad. Now, there's a lot of different roads I could go down here. But let's go down this road. Can the USFL really afford to cut anybody over eating pizza rather than chicken salad? I, 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 I mean, think about this. You play in the USFL, and the coach is going to be like, no pizza for you. Brother can't have a slice of pizza? I, I mean, I, like, I'm, he crossed the line. How did he cross the line by ordering pizza? Is this coach, does he have a pizza allergy? Does somebody on the team have a pizza allergy? I mean, uh, uh, I, I just, I, I'm lost. Like, why do you get, do you, are you hiding behind something? Is he a shitty player and you just don't want to tell him? You don't want to ruin his life by saying, hey, you suck as a football player? <laughs> They'll cut this guy for poor DoorDash skills and still won't hire Kaepernick. Oh, yeah, he's about to make more off his new pizza deal than he is off the league. Brother lost his job for ordering pizza. I mean, like, 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 if this was like the, I don't know, the Vatican vegetarians of the XFL, and he ordered like, you know, meat lovers pizza, I could see some disrespect there. The the man's a football player, so he's gonna burn that pizza off. This coach, boy, I tell you what, this is a coach I would want to play for. Gonna cut me, fuck! I'm gone minute one. I'm walking in with a bucket of chicken and a pizza. Hey, how about a salad? Hey, coach, how about you go fuck yourself? He got cut for ordering pizza. <laughs> Boy, man, oh man, fucking the world hates you. Good gravy, Davy. Oh, God dang it. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, all right. To all you people that want to move to Texas, nope. 
Nope, nope, we're closed. And, by the way, we have a new thing that's going to keep you out. It's called the new hammerhead worm. Yep, yeah, it's a worm. The hammerhead flatworm are a threat to our ecosystem. You have to handle them with extreme caution. Bipallium, also known as the hammerhead flatworm, can be lethal to humans and pets if eaten or touched. The hammerhead flatworms have a neurotoxin that can be a skin irritant if touched. If you think chopping up the worm into pieces will kill it, well, you're wrong. What that does is that just multiplies the worm. Uh, they say this 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 worm is immortal. Uh, it will not grow if I set that motherfucker on fire. Or if I grab it with tongs and throw it into the old fire ant pile. That's right, we have things called fire ants here in Texas, too. To all you little ladies that live outside of the state of Texas, and I'm talking to everybody, male and female, you got bitten by an ant once, and oh my God, it hurts. Fuck around and find out with a fucking, uh, with a fire ant. How do I make name palm? The hammerhead is like a hammer on its head, and it's like an orangish color because it does love the Longhorns. It is around the Austin and Dallas-Fort Worth area. So, if you want to brave your life and come to the state where we got more fucking insects that can kill you than almost Australia, better grab some thick-ass gloves. Kill that bitch. I don't know how you kill it. I mean, set it on fire, I guess. Step on it, shoot it, do whatever you can. I don't want no damn hammerhead fucking things on me. Hammerhead worms. Man, we got worms in Texas that can kill you. That's how tough we are. God damn, that's fucking frightening. We have fucking killer worms. This world, I tell you, this world... is (laughs) is <laughs> it's crazy Excited. That's right. Uh, guess who's got the MC job? Mm. Mm, sorry, I got to finish that. There you go. All right. Bubba got a treat for you. Yeah, that, that'll just probably make Bubba stronger. That'll probably heal all of Bubba's bad shit. Uh, all right, let's see. What else? we. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, like, like I said, I always tell you all this shit. Nature is not your friend. Now we got, we got worms that can kill you, 
and they just found out that great white sharks hunt in pairs. They hunt in pairs, people. So that means when you're out there swimming around, frolicking, thinking to yourself, oh, this water feels great. And you think to yourself, oh, my God, in the distance, I see a great white fin come up at me. Oh, shit, I should start swimming. And you turn around, and you have no time because they hunt in pairs and... <laughs> Racha. Now we know how they're doing it. All right. All right, Mr. Sharks. We're coming after you. I saw a couple of assholes. Uh, I saw a video. I saw a video. These these guys, and they're swimming in great white infested waters. They're scoobying, right? Dumb. Dumb on so many levels. And they have found the world's largest great white. And I got to say, this the, I, the thing is the size. Uh, it's the size of a, a small bus. I'm not kidding. Thing's like 25 feet long. It's fat, and one of the dudes that was swimming grabbed its fin. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. Mm-mm. I ain't grabbing the fin of a shark. Mm-mm. You just gave Hollywood the storyline for Jaws 12. I know, right? They, they, they're like the, the most vicious tag team in the history of, of wrestling. The Sharks. They coordinate and ambush attacks on prey. People who grab shark fins are the types who say, yeah, I'll have sex with Marilyn Manson. Exactly. Grab a shark. Fuck you. What's wrong with these people? Oh, I gotta go see the sharks. Oh, there's shark in pistol water. Let's go to the beach. Go. By all means, go. Please go. (sighs) <sighs> There's a new disease out there. It's called exploding head syndrome. I'm not making that up. Exploding head syndrome. Now, what it is, uh, uh, your head doesn't actually blow up. It's also known as episodic cranial sensory shock. It's a sleep disorder characterized by hearing crashes, bangs, and other loud noises. Usually happens suddenly when you're trying to nod off and you wake up. Oh, I have this. Oh, I have this, definitely. I have exploding head syndrome. I mean, there's so many dirty ways we could take this. I bet you Peter North has exploding head syndrome, too. This isn't near as fun as, as somebody's head blowing up. Means you're a kook. I know I'm a kook already. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right. It, let's see. Um. How would you feel? Ask family, how would you feel if this was you? 
let's say that you, you went to a restaurant or something and you got bad service and you decided enough is enough and you're going to post about it. So you post that this place was bad service, terrible, whatever, and they read it. And they get pissed. And then they decide to let all of your personal information out there. That's exactly what a company did. Uh, this is written, uh, edit. They are now posting my phone number and personal information all over social media. This is how they reacted. Uh, you ever order food from Uber Eats and get a company, uh, get stuffed Jersey to verbally harass you? I was in the midst of telling them I wasn't rushing them, but just checking the order was delivered because of how third-party delivery screen looks. You don't always know if it's arrived. Hello from Get Stuffed, uh, Bussin' Bites. Please text for faster service. You're inquiring about an existing order. I'll order off of E-Reads, have to receive the order. Been over 45 minutes. Checking, it's rush hour. Bumper to bumper everywhere and flooding everywhere. Getting driver info is not due yet. Would you like us to ask somebody to jump into a helicopter for you? Well, these are part of the texts. Oh, oh, this is how it continues. It's rush hour and pouring outside, and you ordered from Union. Don't be a douchebag. It's usually not the way you want to react. Uh, I have not given you an attitude at all, actually. If anyone being a douchebag, it's you. Boy, right there, you know the dick is in your sandwich. As soon as you reverse that and call them a name, dick sandwich. I've never in my life experienced this. I was respectful and just asking if everything was okay. We're doing fine, Karen. Literally the only person that would complain during a flooding event before Uber Eats. I didn't even know it was flooding. I've been working all day, and I haven't been outside. I also wasn't complaining. Don't know what your issue is. You must live under a rock. This has been the top story all over the news. (laughs) <laughs> and then they started posting all this shit on fucking social media. Good God. So if you're ever in New Jersey, don't fuck with Get Stuffed. Wow. Wow. Bullshit. You get a bad review, fix the fucking problem. Don't bust my nuts because of your mistakes. Amen. But see, this isn't the world we live in anymore, Battleborn. You can't complain because they're doing their best. This is what everybody gets a trophy has led to. I I, I don't want to make excuses for the guy who ordered food. Maybe he works in a building and he's in the middle of the building and he can't tell it's raining outside doesn't have a TV. He doesn't have the news available to him. He's ordering food. I, I, I don't know what the story is, and I don't care because Battleborn in Nebraska is 100% correct. 
don't shit on me for your bad work skills. I I I I honestly, I, the stories I hear now in in of employees doing shit, I'm flabbergasted to how businesses stay open. I like I don't know how Kroger is one of the bigger grocery store chains in Texas. The absolute worst management. I've ever seen in any kind of store ever. There's a Kroger by my house. Brad Kid works at the Kroger, right? And uh, she brings home stories of these fucking people, including like two nights ago, some people that weren't in the, the, the deli section decided to go to the deli section and bake cookies. That's right, that's right. They baked cookies in the deli section. And they weren't fired for it. Your job is not to bake cookies in the deli section when the deli section is closed. Your job is to put shit on the shelves or check people out. Not fired. No call, no show. Don't get fired. Shit. Back when I was a kid, back when I was a teenager working, if you call, no called, no showed, you were El Gano from Worko. But not anymore. I need that employee discount. Shit. You know how much stuff I've taken from that Kroger? I mean, I haven't. No, not at all. I don't steal anymore. Now, once again, once again, we have ugly uh, employees who are, this is a little bit much here. A Target employee blasts customers who leave food in aisles, claim they're as bad as thieves. So, y'all ever do that? Yeah, have y'all ever done, I've done it, I I ain't gonna lie. You go out, and you're, you're buying stuff, and you're like, eh, I really don't want that frozen pizza. But you're on the other end of the store. I want to know. But ask family, we haven't done the Jeopardy music today. Ask family, let's say you get a frozen pizza, and you get to the other side of the store, and you realize, eh, I really don't want this frozen pizza. Do you take it all the way back? Be honest. says, hell no. Uriah says, yes, but I'm an idiot. You're not an idiot for it. You're a better person than me. Brady Kid says, yes, those are steps. Sassy Pammy says, if it's perishable, yes. That's the best kind of shit to leave behind. Frozen and refrigerated products I put back. I would go to put it back and do my least, uh, do at least my any freezer section. If it's perishable, yes, I do. Depends on if I'm in a hurry. Sometimes, yes. Other times, I'll have to give it to the person at the register. 
I've done that. Have you ever opened a bag of chips in the store and eaten it while you shopped? Oh, absolutely. Pammy's lying. She doesn't go to the store. She does pick up. Oh, yeah, I've eaten shit in there. And, yes, sometimes I will take the empty bag to the register. Other times the empty bag could possibly get left behind. Just saying. Depending on what kind of sassy mood I'm in that day. But to say that they're as bad as thieves, I think everybody that does it knows they're doing it, and they get a little chuckle out of it. Wow. And you guys are on. This is why I love the Ass Family. The Ass Family are good people. Dry goods, I I leave wherever I am when I decide I don't want it. Yeah, there you go. I haven't done it that much. I mean, I like like this picture that this lady left. There's two frozen pizzas, and they're just on the ground somewhere. I'll at least put it on a shelf. Or I'll stick it in, like, a refrigerated-type, you know, bin. Like, you know, when you're walking back by, like, the milk section and the eggs, and you got those little kiosks in the middle, and they got, like, you know, meat and stuff, I'll throw a pizza in there. That's still cold. But I don't think they're quite as bad as thieves. That, that, that to me, seems a bit much. All right, final story of the day. Here we go. Apparently, there's a trucker convoy in Sacramento right now. Okay. (coughs) (coughs) Oh, boy. We have another group of people. We have a couple that is suing Dunkin' Donuts. No, not for what I want to sue Dunkin' Donuts for, which is not putting enough jelly in their fucking jelly donuts. Hey. Hey, loosen up the purse strings a little bit, okay? New Jersey man and his wife are now racing to court to sue Dunkin' Donuts. Why? Because the coffee was too hot yet again. Oh, my God. Evan and Stephanie Arlington bought two cups of coffee and an iced coffee from a Dunks in August. Mr. Arlington suffered second and third degree burns after the coffee spilled in his lap at the drive-thru. Mr. Arlington had medical bills while Mrs. Arlington suffered a loss of her husband's aid and comfort, you know what I mean. Yeah. Conjugal fellowship and consortium. They're seeking unspecified damages. Yeah, 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 really? This first happened in 1992 when 79-year-old whore Stella Lieback won $2.7 million from McDonald's after a scorching hot beverage was spilled in her lap. 
I love the fact that the precedent has been set that you can become a millionaire by being a klutz. Hey, you're ordering coffee. Coffee is served hot. Ice coffee, not quite so hot. Hence, ice. Uh, they're protesting vaccine mandates that have been dropped in the last few weeks. They're a little late to the party. A little bit, yeah. Now she'll go down on him and says it tastes like Juan Valdez. I, I mean, seriously. They're just looking to cash in. A Texas woman sues Starbucks claiming spilled coffee causes burns. Well, what do you think happens when your klutzy ass spills coffee on you? It wasn't like the employees threw it on you. You know, if a Dunkin' Donuts employee said, here, here's your coffee, and then threw it as a crotchal region, and, 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 and he got a, like a burn taint from it, then I could go, okay, I can get behind that lawsuit. But but they handed him the coffee. Oh, God, am I? Oh, it hurts. I know I'm jinxing myself. I can tell you this right now. Not once have I ever, and I'm a klutzy fuck, not once have I ever spilled anything from the drive-thru. And once again, this is what happens to all you people that drink hot beverages. What the hell? I am going to start my own war against hot beverages. They're not refreshing. All it is is, 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 is watery soup. And by the way, hate soup to begin with. Unless it's broccoli cheese soup and there's more cheese than there is broccoli. God damn. So, hey, if you're in a bind for money, this is what you do. Go on out there. Order yourself a nice piping hot cup of coffee and spell it on your junk. You'll become a millionaire. Criminy's sake. Our world is over, people. Uh, That is going to do it for the broadcast today because, yes, we are off to look at apartments again for Braddy's son. I hope he knows how much this is. Oh, wait, new shows announced at Billy Bob's. Dirty Pool, Caitlin Butts. Holy shit, Tom Jones? Tom Jones is playing at Billy Bob's? Holy shit! On sale Friday. Let's see how much Tom Jones tickets are. Oh, I'd go see that motherfucker. How much? Forty to two hundred dollars. I ain't spending no two hundred dollars on Tom Jones. All I want to hear is Delilah, and what's new, Pussycat? That's it. Ain't going to no damn Tom Jones show. Uh, all right, we will be back tomorrow. Oh, two, Who's Tom Jones? Tom Jones is the artist who used to have women throw panties at him on stage. Tom Jones is the fucking man. He does this song. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. 
take to dinner But she always knows her place She's got style, she's got grace She's a winner She's a lady Whoa, 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 she's a lady And then there's this The greatest of all time song about murdering a cheating girlfriend. Fuck, Tom Jones is a stud. Still ain't paying that much to see him, though. All right, that's going to do it, everybody. Uh, We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Remember, until then, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Till then, adios, everybody. Said goodbye in Marina Del Rey I had a good time Was the last thing I heard her say As I walked away And on the plane back to Tennessee My mind comes across her memory And yesterday in Marina Del Rey On a hidden beach under a golden sun She spread a blanket that we laid down on And loved the world's way In Marina Del Rey And as we looked into each other's eyes Found our bodies lost in paradise Like castaways In Marina Del Rey Like the ocean tides Highs and lows Love sometimes comes and In Marina Del Rey And as this plane is touching down Tears touch my eyes For I have found My heart has stayed In Marina Del Rey On a hidden beach under a golden sun She spread a blanket that we laid down on And loved the world away In Marina Del Rey And as we looked into each other's eyes We found our bodies lost in paradise Like castaways 
in Marina Del Rey. We said goodbye in Marina Del Rey. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.